Um, um, I feel like I still was fairly respectful. I just thought it was hilarious. Like that. I mean, I, I would say mostly respectful. I yeah, don't exactly. Think, I don't think eighty percent any line. Yeah, eighty percent respectful. I would say, like playfully disrespectful. <laughs> exactly. Like we're if, friends. If that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I live in playfully disrespectful. Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host, Crypto Chamber. Chamber, how are you, buddy? Doing pretty good, man. Um, how are things in uh, in your in your neck of the woods right now? You've been I, I haven't talked to you in a long time. We haven't we didn't do a I know we, we, we didn't do a, even, we haven't even really talked. We've, we, yeah, I, I I and I've been feeling it. I'm going to be honest. Um, I've been it unhinged. really hit me the it hit me the other day because what I realized is when you don't talk to me, you take it to Twitter. I sure do, <laughs> and I've noticed that too. I'm like shit. I'm like I need to talk to bunch because uh, I am going insane right now on Twitter. Yeah, when you don't like have the podcast as an outlet, you go crazy on uh, Twitter, which we will get to, to which we will get to later. Uh, but the last time we spoke actually was like well, last time we did a show and we had one come out on Thanksgiving, correct? Yeah. But we recorded that on Tuesday before Correct. Thanksgiving. So it has been a full week before, yeah. since we've done a any recording of any kind. Yeah, and you, you hit it right on the head. It, you can definitely tell when I have not been able to speak uh, to you or, <laughs> or, or to, to anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> or to the people. And we will get to that later. But in the meantime, I had Thanksgiving, which was great. Then I literally... Went from Thanksgiving the next morning, went to Chicago for a little trip with the wife and visited some friends. Um, Then there I went to a training for work the last two days. Then I flew and I am in lovely Cranberry Township, Pennsylvania. Cranberry Township. (laughs) Right after Thanksgiving. That's terrific. Now, uh, um, we should talk about Thanksgiving for a second because um, or just, you know what, just bunch of family uh, gatherings in general, uh, because I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. Every picture that you've sent me of any family gathering over the last few years, uh, the food looks like a plus oh, oh, every yeah. single time. Oh yeah. So this is actually one of my favorite things about these big holidays is obviously the food, but my family is very competitive and we like to make everything a contest or a game. Mm-hmm. Um, so for these big gatherings where we're all going to be sitting around the same table, having a meal, we will actually, uh, we all make our plate and we have contests about who has the best looking plate. <laughs> and, <laughs> It is painstakingly judged and then voted on. (laughs) And and, uh, unfortunately for your boy here, 
I was the last two-time running Thanksgiving champion, which is the Super Bowl. It's like, you know, there's we do it for, you know, Thanksgiving, a little bit for Christmas, uh, Mother's Day, <laughs> but but like Thanksgiving is that's the, the real one. that's yeah. the Super Bowl. And I was two-time uh, defending, I was going for the three peat, and it's hard to three peat. It's hard. Yeah, to it was really hard to three peat, no. and I actually got, I actually lost because, and the reason being for the vote was I didn't have enough color on my plate. Wow. So yeah. there, are there multiple, um, uh, you know, categories that that people are, are looking at? The yes, plate? we have the the large plate and the small plate category because okay. one of the rules is. You must eat everything on your plate. Ooh! So you can't just you know load up to be. Uh, oh man, this is really great looking, but you've got too much volume that you can't handle. You know, right? So that's one of the rules. So we actually voted. Uh, I <laughs> I actually printed a. Pi- I took. I mean, this is no fucking joke. I'm like telling you, we went to the film. <laughs> take pictures of all the plates we printed the pictures out and everybody voted uh blindly on what they liked and you didn't know whose was whose and uh so we had a a new winner this year my uh my cousin's husband so uh he it was actually his first time at our thanksgiving dinner wow and and he won long Um, shot yeah he won well not so much he's a chef So he had us in the presentation category, which is what we lacked, and that's how he won. I see. He's going to be tough to beat next year. (laughs) Well, you have to bring your A game. Yeah, I know. It's not the friggin' Bush League beat up up on my dad and brother anymore. I got real competition. That's fantastic. But so, yeah, I mean, like, you didn't even know I was going to say something like that, (laughs) but that's what happens at my family gathering. Amazing. I could just tell from the pictures uh, that this this type of, uh, these types of shenanigans do not surprise me. That sounds like a good time. (laughs) Yeah, but Thanksgiving was good. Chicago was good. Now I'm in cranberry. Should have put more cranberry sauce on my damn plate. Might have been a three-time champion, but I Got to get that color. Yeah, you gotta get that color. Doesn't help that I'm colorblind, so fuck me. <laughs> fuck me. Ay, ay, ay. Anyway, that's about it. What about you? How you been? I have been okay. You know what? I'm just setting up for uh, for the holidays, like, you know, Christmas time and whatnot. We have a big lull uh, between uh, Halloween and, uh, and Christmas where, you know, you just, you got, you know, probably three or four weekends of solitude which i love i like looking at my calendar and and seeing the weekends and like i know nobody's coming to visit me and i don't have to go anywhere to visit anybody so I you get a, that. oh those are great <laughs> if you can get a couple of those back i think i i got three in a row um you know the, i'm in the midst of it right now um and i'm just loving it so um yeah you know christmas decorations are up christmas trees up this week i put the christmas tree up this weekend um you know my wife put the christmas tree up but we haven't decorated it yet because we are going to do that together on Friday. Whenever. That's nice. That's what he yes. did. I went and picked it up uh, Friday during the day. So when my daughter came home from school, the tree was there. And then we... Uh, so you do a real tree. Yeah, we do a real tree. Uh, I think it's I, I would do a real tree, but I'm not home enough for the holiday to do it. No, that's fair. That's fair. Like you got to... 
you it's know, a work, we're gone it's for a week, uh, like during the holidays. So like, you can't, you know, it's it's a pain in the ass. Plus, you have the animals and yeah, uh, you know. Anyway, but why don't we get right into it? We are going to just hit you with some news. <laughs> chamber i got some let's news. get into the news i got some news for you um this is uh this is from the shocker yeah i know this is where we like to go to um bank of france to test digital currency in 2020 what? Um, yeah, I, I thought that you we were talking before the show. Uh, you reminded me that France was uh, pretty anti Libra, and uh, all yeah, of a this su- is some bullshit. All of a sudden, they're talking uh, they're talking digital currencies in 2020. Uh, so France is looking to test uh, central bank issued digital currency in 2020, according to the news site. Uh, AFP um, in a Wednesday conference hosted by the French Prudential uh, Supervision and Resolutions Authority, uh, the central bank's governor Francois Villeroy de Gallo. Oh my God! I don't oh know, my God! Uh, that's that's the language of love. <laughs> uh, said the bank will start testing digital currency soon, uh, and quote will launch a call for projects before the end of the first quarter of 2020, uh, according to Villeroy de Gallo. Uh, France is keen on contributing to a digital currency innovation. However, he is also cautioned that the country needs to experiment with the new technology in, quote, a serious and methodical manner. The news came uh, on the heels of France's Minister of Economic and Finance, Bruno Le Maire, calling for the creation of public digital currency at an EU meeting. The minister uh, previously expressed his opposition, this is what we're talking about before, against Facebook's cryptocurrency project, Libra, saying that France would block the project if it fails to address concern over the potential threat it possesses to monetary sovereignty. So uh, that's where we are with that. Um, oh, it, so let's block something that could uh, could promote monetary sovereignty, but let's replace that with our coin, French coin, frog coin. Yeah, the ribbit <laughs> coin. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, that's not going to go over well. No, that's all right. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, that's okay. It's good that it's you for once. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, I think, um, you know, I guess, pause. again, I think anytime a big country talks about blockchain, again, this is obviously going to be a centralized endeavor. Um, but, you know, digital currency and blockchain is, is definitely positive for what, you know, what we're looking to accomplish uh, as a cryptocurrency community. Um, so these are positive things. Obviously, uh, China was also experimenting with uh, with its own digital currency as well. Um, so these are positive things, I think. What do you think? I experimented with digital currency in college. <laughs> it ruined my through, life. <laughs> went through a phase. <laughs> I was just really paranoid the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you got for us? Uh, well, let's keep in line with the political slash crypto news. Um, the backed CEO, Kelly Lawfer to become U.S. Senator in Georgia. 
So, um, we all know what BACT is. So, uh, Kelly Lawfer was actually the CEO of the ICE BACT crypto exchange, BACT, and she's going to be serving as the, uh, will serve Georgia as their U.S. Senator starting in January 2020. Um, she's going to be stepping down from her post at BACT after 16 years of working for ICE and leading the company's crypto startup since its launch. So pretty interesting. So we now have the CEO of BACT going to be leaving the the company and joining the uh, land of politics. She'll be serving there. But so the interesting thing here, you know, not to get too political, but uh, she, I guess she got some shit for (laughs) her. Uh, Lawfer was not Trump's per- preferred choice and has received some criticism for uh, from conservatives for her affiliation with a pro-choice hospital. Uh, to counter these attacks, she claims in a Wednesday remark that she is pro-wall and pro-Trump, which oh, is interesting. Yep, oh. so, um, but she uh, been at um, ICE since... 2002 and saw oversaw the company's investor relations marketing and communication operations so um you know it, interesting so I'm i not think sure yeah i think it's affect backed but you know i think having a cryptocurrency advocate as a i'm sorry was it a senator or a governor senator okay uh yeah i think any any sort of uh you know uh representation in government especially in the u.s uh with some uh you know, with some uh, background in cryptocurrency, I think is is a good thing. Uh, no cryptization without representation. That's correct. <laughs> that's what they said. That being said, though, man, uh, you, that that sentence you you read about her, you know, her background and how she was, you know, whatever. What, what you know, she had made some claims about other things and was denounced on other things. Could you imagine being a politician? Like well, it just. Hold on, here, here. Let's. I'll, I'll actually read you the uh, the little paragraph here. Um, that was just the cliff notes. So, oh, goodness. <laughs> uh, Lawfer's appointment goes against President Donald Trump's wishes to replace, um, to, you know, for, to, for the replacement in right. Georgia's 9th Congressional District and is openly against the ongoing impeachment proceeding, uh, proceedings. Conservatives have also voiced concern over Lawfer's affiliation with Grady Health, which runs one of the biggest training programs for abortion providers in the state and whose doctors have led campaigns against Kemp's pro-life legislative agenda. In addition, Lawfer is the co-owner of the Atlanta Dream of the Women's National Basketball Association. Oh, cool. Oh, really? Co-owns the Atlanta Dream. Nice. Which donated a portion of its 2018 uh, ticket sales to Planned Parenthood. The Washington Post speculated that Lawfer's appointment is partially meant to add diversity to the state's Republican Party and gain the support of urban women in 2020. To appease criticism, Lawfer depicted herself as a political outsider, just as Trump, and pledged her loyalty to conservatism during a speech from the uh, Georgia State Capitol in Atlanta. Quote, I've spent my life trying to get to Washington, but here's what folks are going to find out about me. I'm a lifelong conservative, pro-Second Amendment, pro-military, pro-wall, and pro-Trump, she said. I make no apologies for my conservative values and will proudly support President Trump's conservative judges. Wow. 
That is something. (laughs) So I'll lead you to, this will go into my real life wrecked of the week. Oh, interesting. So, and and it's not really that much of a wrecked, but um, it was very awkward for me. So uh, I don't love talking politics. I know you don't. If anything. I I like hate it. If anything, you are um, someone that doesn't like to uh, rock the boat uh, very much. You're like a nice jovial conversation i'm more of a cruise liner you know you don't even feel like you're on a boat exactly exactly (laughs) you know know, you're you're over there i like jumping on both sides of the rowboat yeah exactly a rowboat maybe with one with one oar you know what i mean like that's and i'm on i'm a cruise liner you don't even feel like you're on a boat you know what i mean that's what i'm talking about so anyway so i'm in the hotel bar having dinner uh yet no two nights ago and there's uh a guy from minnesota on one side of me Mm -hmm. and there's a black guy from chicago on the left side of me all right and they start Uh, presuming the minnesota guy is a white guy yeah white guy yep and so that we're all does he have a podcast (laughs) <laughs> he probably does. He had well. He had a beard, so you be the judge. Um, uh, so he, so we're we're all sitting there watching Monday Night Football, and that's how like all three of us started conversing. Gotcha. And um, so then I, I forget exactly how it happened, but the two of them got into a pretty hearty political debate wow. and i'm not exactly sure how it happened something must have flashed on the screen and the guy says to the guy from minnesota you know oh what do you think you know what do you think's gonna he's gonna be or he's like it's gonna be a crazy election season or something mm-hmm. and the guy from minnesota goes it's gonna be a fucking landslide and then <laughs> so, <laughs> so this, this whole thing went back and forth and it's like you know it was very um it was very civil right like it was they were it was a civil conversation that's what you want but the funny thing was and just as i said like i'm not trying to rock the boat right, right? so i'm sitting there <laughs> Like, uh, and and they're going back and forth, and I'm in the middle, and they are both talking about their views, and they both keep referring to me as we, as in like oh, they both wow. thought, both of them thought I was with them, you mm. know, <laughs> you know what I mean. The man and that I doesn't choose a side is on all sides, <laughs> and I right there you go, and I wasn't. I really wasn't uh, committing to one way or another in this conversation. and But I just thought it was very funny that both of them assumed I was on their side. Uh, that <laughs> is something. I, yes. I, and so um, the one guy, the black guy goes, he's like, landslide, huh? He's like, man, I wish I could fucking bet on that. And I go, well... <laughs> Now we're talking my wheelhouse. I, right. I go, I got a guy for that. So I actually, to uh, diffuse the situation, I pulled up the Vegas betting odds. And <laughs> what were they out of curiosity? Do you remember? So, well, this is before, I guess, uh, they, they've since, they've actually since changed, but it was uh, Trump is the favorite um, for re election. Ele- for re election at plus 120. And then at the time, Biden was second at plus six. 20 or 650 and um who was next 
maybe like uh, Bernie or something or oh yeah Bernie was plus 850 or something Man. so some shitty options one, there for one. you Americans by the way <laughs> I know <laughs> regardless and, 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 of what side you're on those are some real shitty options so I was gonna I, so that's kind of what I said to the guy I'm like because he's like I don't know what you got to do to change this what we he goes I don't know what you what we have to do to change this guy's mind and I was like well I was like you got to give him something to vote for <laughs> like someone to vote for I'm like all these options are kind of shitty mm-hmm. they sure uh, so, are you know it was very interesting so that was my real life wrecked of the week that is very I interesting on, i was fence sitting on both sides of that because i hate it <laughs> well i'll tell you what every time i go into the u.s uh and i you know i i, I talk to my american co-workers and and colleagues um for the most part that you know it, i don't know if it, i don't know if you guys are more inclined to talk about it like in Canada, politics is pretty boring. Um, more recently, it's kind of it's kind of you know turned its head a little bit. I think what's your syrup policy? Right, <laughs> you pro syrup? Yeah, we're we're all pro syrup here. It's uh, it's a pro syrup country. You pro uh, syrup? Yeah, yeah. You pro syrup? Yeah. Oh, good. All eh? right, good. Yeah, it's uh, that's pretty oh, good. good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, syrup? Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think more recently it's gone a, a little bit more uh, strenuous on both, you know, on both sides. But I think it's just because of what's happening in the U.S. too. I think it's I think it's happened across the world. But man, it's uh, when I, every time I go to the U.S., it's very people are not afraid to tell me their opinions about literally <laughs> everything. I'm like, wow. <laughs> like, I, I'm really, I don't have many opinions. I have, you know, I have I have leanings. I lean to certain things, but I don't know if I, I, I would necessarily call them opinions. Um, but yeah, very, uh, very, very, un, you know, <laughs> not, not very, uh, not very scared to share opinions down there in the U.S. From Yeah, I kind of keep my opinions to myself. I, I, I'm with you for the most part. <laughs> uh, you you got any more news? Here? I do have another news report. This is uh, from uh, I, the Canada of the South, as I like to call it, Australia. Uh, Australia. <laughs> Australian authorities seize a record one million dollars uh, worth of crypto in drug probe. Um, so the damn crypto is always, you know, always drug dealers, always dealing with them. Uh, the Western Australia police force has seized a record one point five two. Australian dollars. I'm assuming that's like seven gummy bears, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is roughly one oh, million. Come on, <laughs> I know. Have, it's exactly. We have a lot of we have a lot of friends in Australia. <laughs> that's okay. It's still worth more than the Canadian dollar. Don't shout worry. out to <laughs> shout out to Jem. <laughs> Send me Australian gummy bears. Shout please. out to I Dream of Gems, who is our Australian friend. Uh, and for the record. Mean- for the record, one point two or one point five million uh, Australian dollars is roughly one million dollars in the U.S. Is eight gummy bears is is eight. It's technically eight, eight. <laughs> but they all have to be red. Uh, we worth love of- you. We love you, I dream of gems. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. So, so sorry. Uh, I want. Yeah. Uh, do, do Australians apologize? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Maybe we'll have to find that out. Um, the police have arrested a 27-year-old man and a 25-year-old woman in the case. Um, the man and the woman are alleged to have imported uh, just under 28 grams of MDMA drug tablets and just under 28 grams of MDMA powder from the UK concealed in their in Were a chil- shipping them directly to your house. I know I'm a big MDMA <laughs> fan for the record. <laughs> um, concealed in a children's toy painting kit. 
Uh, that's very smart. Uh, this is this is good. That's a long way to travel, though. You're going from the UK to Australia with drugs. Yeah, that's that is uh, that is a ballsy move. Um, as a part of the investigation, isn't, how, isn't that how people got there to begin with? Though I think so. I think so. <laughs> like, isn't that exactly the route? <laughs> I think it was three hundred thousand uh, UK uh, inmates that were originally yeah, transported. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's uh, so. Those Aussies, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta keep your eye on them. <laughs> God um, damn it, Chief. I, I know. It's whatever. You were making fun of the frogs earlier. Uh, yeah, but Australia is like one of our biggest markets. <laughs> That's okay. They know I love them. I call yeah. them the Canada of the South. Uh, oh, for so the, yeah, you know you love the. It's real. Yeah, no, I, I love I love my Australian people. Um, as a part of the investigation, the police also seized an electronic device and found uh, about yeah, $1.5 million worth of cryptocurrency. Uh, it doesn't say which one, though, I don't think. Uh, the cryptocurrency seizure is believed to have the highest value. Not Monero. Not Monero. Yeah, correct. It was Ripple for some reason. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is the biggest seizure of cryptocurrency in a drug raid uh, in Australia. And this is as per Paul Matthews, Detective Senior Sergeant and Officer in Charge of Drug and Firearm Squad of the Police Force. Matthews added the identification and freezing of over $1.5 million of cryptocurrency in these circumstances highlights the current digital environment in which law enforcement agencies must operate. Uh, both the man and the woman have been charged with attempted possession of drugs with intent to sell or supply MDMA and possession of prohibited drugs with intent to sell and supply cannabis per the announcement. Okay, I'm going to go on the record here. Both MDMA and cannabis should be legal everywhere. Uh, these, these aren't these are bad drugs. Uh, if it was, but you, you don't know, have opinions. I do have that opinion. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a yeah this is i mean if you're if you're you know if you're trafficking heroin and cocaine and and that kind of stuff uh yeah i i get it but this is mdma and cannabis are are fun uh and can are, i make a uh a, a, a non-drug guy confession sure what's up uh i always thought mdma was a band it might be <laughs> like, like mgmt oh i get it <laughs> like that's <laughs> I, I, I legitimately <laughs> mistook the two. <laughs> so MDMA, I don't know what it stands for, uh, but it, the street name I believe is Molly, uh, as the kids call it. Right. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it's a good time. Uh, makes you makes you dance a lot. Uh, it's, you know, it's. Uh, I've, I've 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 dabbled over the years. Uh, big fan. Using, uh, this is quote, using the latest technology and digital forensic techniques, we thoroughly investigate all possible methods of holding financial assets and will target all forms of wealth that may uh, be derived from illicit drug trade. So, you know, if you're uh, dealing your drug, do, dealing your drugs uh, and using uh, Ripple, you know, the Australian police Wait, force. Wait, it was Ripple? No, I I'm just joking. joking. I'm, no. I am joking. <laughs> Um, but regardless of the cryptocurrency, maybe not Monero. I think you might be okay with Monero, but uh, don't take my advice on that one. Don't take my drug advice on that one. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, the the Australian police force is uh, is is keen to what you're doing. So watch watch out uh, and uh, yeah, don't trust verify. I guess is how I'll end of that one. <laughs> What are your uh, What are your thoughts there? Uh, besides, I don't. I don't have any. No. Don't. Don't, uh, don't. I mean, come on. Don't be like. I think we've proved that most crypto is not as uh, private or untraceable as you think it is. And honestly, if we're if if this is the worst news for drug dealing, and they're only you know 
dealing with small amounts of MDMA and cannabis, come on, grow up. All right. <laughs> Fiat is much, much worse when it comes to drugs. So Right. For uh, sure. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess all three of those are like the political and drug realm. I'm going now with this next one to the world of mass adoption. That was the best one yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a Hilton Garden in acoustic set would look, it sounds like. <laughs> that was good. You can get the vibrato um, in there. Yes. So block crypto Ronaldo soccer club Juventus now has a token that gives uh, its over 400 million fans voting power. So um, Cristiano Ronaldo plays for the Italian soccer club, Juventus, and now it has its own crypto token at hashtag JUV or Hoove, I guess. Or So fans can buy this token via socio.com app, and get the right to vote on certain club decisions. Uh, Alexandre Dreyfus, founder and CEO of Socios.com, told The Block that 99.9% of sports fans are not in the city slash country of the team they're supporting. We created these fungible tokens to allow fans to have influence over some fan-based initiatives. That's kind of cool. That is very cool. Fans can cast their votes on uh, the first poll that they're putting out to help decide which song should replace uh, Chelsea Dagger, which is currently played every time Juventus scores a goal at their stadium. Fans have uh, four options to choose from. <laughs> from Blink-182, All the Small Things, wow. Blur, Song 2, House of Pain, Jump Around, and P.O.D. Boom. Those are the new songs awful songs. Wow. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> that is the worst. Why not just put like... The uh, best part is they, they're I like probably to move just it, coming move out. <laughs> they're probably just coming out in Italy. <laughs> um, only the fans who have the token are eligible to vote. Uh, the token is currently priced at around two euro a piece. So $2.20 a piece. A limited number of these tokens are also available for free via the app's augmented reality feature, Token Hunt, per the announcement. That's actually kind of cool. Um, yeah, I, I think that's pretty cool. I what mean, do you think? I, I mean, I think we're both um, big sports fans in the sense that we have a team. Uh, you yes. being the Giants, I have many teams. Yes. Yeah, I mean, me being the Lakers, uh, I would absolutely buy some Laker tokens if they had them. Uh, yeah, you vote. totally would, and 100%. you would vote on shit all the time. Yeah, a hundred percent. So it says that this uh, Socios is planning to tokenize more football clubs around the world. It has already linked up six deals for Q1 of 2020, including um, PSG, Atletico de Madrid, um, which will be uh, West Ham in West Ham United, and I don't know how to say this other one. Um, De, and and they're going to be launching in Q1. They further said that dozens of clubs are ready to join the platform as well, and they'll be announcing before the end of the year. A quote here, it says, in Q1 of 2020, we'll be launching trading pairs. So um, like the, the Hoove token versus the Chilean dollar, um, and they're letting fans acquire and trade tokens. Very interesting. Very interesting. I lo wait, I love it. Wait, the one token is currently listed on Binance. 
<laughs> not <laughs> this one. But, uh, to the oh, so this. Uh, sorry, I lied. So it's not the Chilean dollar. It's uh, the whatever the Chilean football team is. I guess. It's oh, C-H-G I see. Or CHZ, and that's oh, never mind. Ah, okay, I see. Sorry, I didn't uh, do my research. <laughs> this <laughs> that's okay. Hashtag CHZ is socios.com's native token. Gotcha. So that's the trading pair you'll be able to do. And that's on Binance for $0.011 a piece. Nice. Interesting. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely I, I get think, involved. You know, we always talk about the, you know, what's going to be first to adopt. And we always say stuff like, you know, porn and gambling. We do say that but a lot. sports, um, we've we've read a lot of cool sports-related stories. I agree. And, and, and more, like, more so that, like, the tokenization of something, mm-hmm. um, like, where, like, this is not exactly well, this is that. Like governance, you know, right. this is governance. Right. Yeah, exactly. Some governance there. But like, if you could, you know, if somebody could, if they tokenized, you know, a, a, a work of art, you know what I mean, like a, a Rembrandt, and you could own a small piece of that, you know what I mean, like that would be a yeah. cool, cool route to mass adoption as well. Absolutely, for sure. Um, are we done with news here? I think so. I think we've offended enough people. Oh, I think we have offended enough people. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've offended enough people for the hour. Yeah, from um, from sea to shining sea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So here's something fun that we are going to do. We It is December, not to date this podcast, but uh, it is December, and we are coming up on the end of the year. It is actually also your two-year anniversary in crypto. Is that right? It is, yeah. I think uh, basically I call it December 1st. Uh, is is my anniversary for uh, and yeah it's been two years I it feels like it's been 84 years Uh, (laughs) but yeah just just two years Um, so we're gonna play a fun little game here at the end or at the beginning of last year we made predictions of what the prices would be um, of some some things at the end of 2019 and also kind of what the biggest winners and losers might be um and so we're gonna go through those we're gonna play a little game so i don't know what we're gonna call it (laughs) what do we want uh predictions sure to go wrong yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) um so the this is predictions sure to go wrong Um, this, so let's start with, you want to start with Bitcoin? Yeah, let's start with Bitcoin. Okay. So first the current, uh, current price of Bitcoin, $7,228.96 at time of this recording. Um, the total market cap is, what is the total market cap? The total market. $184.2 billion. Is that what it is? Ooh. Yeah, That's I got. I, I have it at one. One second here. I have it. At, I'm refreshing. It's currently 197. Okay. Yeah, 196. We'll 197. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll go with 197. Uh, BTC dominance, which we didn't predict, but that'd be a cool one for next year. Um, at 70.95 percent. Fun. That is All aggressive. Right. So now I am guessing you don't remember what your your guess was. No, I do not. 
Okay, so we're going to do it that way first. So tell me what you think your guess was for the year end. For the year end, um, my guess probably would have been pretty aggressive. Um, I'll say 13,000. So your guess was actually... Thirteen thousand five hundred. No kidding, that's amazing. I do know myself. <laughs> <laughs> so you were obviously. I mean, there's still time for you, right? There, Technically, you know. I think we hit thirteen five uh, through the course of yes, the year. Yes, but this is a year end prediction. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to <laughs> salvage any any part of this yeah. that I can. So uh, you were at thirteen five. Uh, obviously, you need a $6,000 candle in the next couple weeks to get there. Would you like to take a guess at what mine was? Yours was probably reasonable. Um, I, <laughs> it was actually, I guarantee you it was lower than it currently is now. I'm going to say you said 5500 That is incorrect. I actually guessed higher than it's currently. Really? Okay. I said $8,500. Wow, you're you're pretty close. (laughs) I'm close. I could get there. I could could absolutely absolutely get there. Absolutely could. All right. The next one we have here is Ethereum. Shit. Oh, this one's going to be painful. The current price of Ethereum is (laughs) $145.74. Chamber, what did you guess? $500? You went higher than that. Oh, I went even higher than 500? Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, 750. No, you went 625. Oh, that is aggressive. That I don't think ever touched that this year. It did, did it? not. No. It did not. Yeah. I think at best, I think maybe we hit three and change. Yeah. That I sounds think it about was right. like 330, 350, yeah, something that like right. that. Uh, care to wager what mine was? Oof. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yours was like three hundred, two seventy five. Okay, that's pretty good. I could still get there, I guess. You could. That that'd be a big. <laughs> but pump. I mean, it needs to double. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't think it's getting there. Um. So, but that's interesting. So, let's see here. Uh, your biggest loser pick. I know, there's not really a much way to, I guess. Uh, quantify this really right. so we need next year we need to do things that we can actually i guess if if we had like where where uh its place was on or maybe total market cap lost something like that or its place on the okay well we can look these yeah up, but they could still um uh but we'll go through them still so i'm gonna say that what i would have picked for biggest loser would have been ripple you picked Bitcoin Cash. Okay. All right. That makes sense. As the biggest loser. So, uh, or yeah, I think maybe how about like, uh, let's go back and look what it was in the rankings at that time last year. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. So Bitcoin Cash, it's still the number five market cap. Uh, number five? So January, yeah. first week of January 2019 was number four. Okay, and what was its cap? Um, two point nine billion. Wow! So wait, it actually went up in market cap. How is that possible? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have a, yeah market cap. Uh, I'm just making sure. I'm, yeah, January. So this is the first week of January 2019. The market cap for Bcash. Oh, maybe because it's split. Yeah, that's probably what it was. 
Interesting. All right. So, but it went from four to five. Um, yes. So, you know, a loser, but not that. Not a, a I would not call it the biggest loser. Would you care to guess what mine was? Tron? Mine was actually Litecoin. Ooh. So from a dollar perspective, uh, probably good guess. What was it? No, I would say you're, well, maybe, maybe from a dollar's perspective. So it was number six. It's um, currently number six, I believe. Yeah, and the market cap was two point three billion. It's two point eight, and the price was thirty uh, thirty nine dollars. Oh wow, it actually is higher than that too. Interesting. Well, this shows what we know. Yeah, uh, not much. <laughs> here's here's one you you think I think you nailed. All right. What's your your What did you guess your biggest winner would be? Uh, January of last year, I probably would have guessed Quant. Is that correct? Uh, no, that is incorrect. No. <laughs> um, okay, if I was a Quant, what would have? But this one has done pretty good. At least it's still hanging around as something that Ta- people are holding. What about like Tezos or something? That that's what you guessed. Yeah, that's that sounds right. Mine was an epic failure. I guessed Monero as my biggest See, winner, uh, and that is successful. You know what's funny is. Uh, my mouth said Tezos, but my my wallet said Monero, and I I hedged <laughs> Monero all year, and I should have gone uh, with what I said as opposed to what you said. That's really <laughs> all right. And lastly, here we have market cap prediction. What do you have as the current market cap? Uh, I have as the current market cap. Uh, oh, you want it currently? Yeah. So currently it is uh, yeah 197. My guess probably would have been uh, 350. Higher, higher, jeez, <laughs> 500. <laughs> ding 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 ding. ding, ding. <laughs> That's so upsetting. That's <laughs> so upsetting. Uh, Way off. <laughs> Any guess what I picked? Um, I would have guessed 275 for you. I actually went a little higher than that, 296. That's very specific. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. All right. Well, that was our year-end predictions. Sure to go wrong. So we still have a chance on some of these. A, a couple. Not very many. <laughs> no, no, not very many at all. All right. Last segment here. We are going back to chamber to defend that tweet. The defense is not back, Mom. Hey, let's get our energy going at the defensive end. We play defense. You ready for this, buddy? I'm as ready as I'm going to be. All right. So here's the tweet that blew up my timeline yesterday. The... Uh, tweet from 6.28 p.m., which is correct. <laughs> One, all extensive purposes, or two, all intensive purposes. <laughs> that Defend that tweet. That shook crypto Twitter yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> some, I don't know where I heard it that I heard it at some point yesterday, whether I think it was maybe I was watching TV and somebody had said it the wrong way and they were ma- getting made fun of. And I forgot which one they said. And I'm like, did they say this one or that one? And I'm like, 
and I, I just thought it was a funny tweet because I knew people would get triggered a little bit. I didn't realize they would get triggered that much because everybody <laughs> lost their shit. Uh, a few people caught, you know, caught what I was, you know, throwing down. Uh, but for the most part, everybody wanted to correct me pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yes, I, I was st- first in line. You were the absolute first fish on the on the on the line. Uh, for mo- <laughs> for the most part, I would said I would just. I still don't believe you were trolling, <laughs> and well, I will go to my grave believing. That's that. good. I mean, isn't the isn't the greatest troll the non troll troll? Uh, the greatest <laughs> trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. That's exactly right. <laughs> chaos is chaos any way you slice it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, no, I thought I thought that was very funny. Um, yeah, you were the first one on, and basically, I would reply to anybody with just the somebody. I don't know if you're a are you a fisherman? Um, have you ever gone fishing before? Yeah. So that moment when you when your bait gets you know hit and you yeah. and you just reef the line back and 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 you know get get a fish on. That's that's the that's the uh, gif I was sending everybody yesterday. <laughs> I've got another one. <laughs> but all night, I think I think it started off like normally my polls get, you know, 50 to 150 votes. This was uh, probably the most popular thing you've ever. I think it got like 500 votes. I'm like, oh. 175 votes. And there's still 25 minutes left. Lots of time left on the. Uh, uh, I think this is um, what you would call ratioed, though. You, six likes and 29 replies. Yeah, people did not like it. They wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> but I yes. still couldn't get over how many people voted. Um, so basically, the way you kn- the way you know that I was trolling is because I I put a uh, I put a failsafe in the in the voting system results. as results um, yeah. for for the smart people out there. So there was a lot of smart people, but there were a lot of people that picked the wrong answer uh, pretty frequently. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't know. That that's how you know I was trolling. Is if I was being honest, um, I probably would have just given those two options. You know what I mean? And I actually think if you were really being honest, you would have deleted the tweet. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point too. Uh, I wouldn't have leaned into it as much as I did. Um, so yeah. So um, yeah, I love it. And you know what's really funny is uh again we were alluding to it uh that you know we we hadn't chatted for over a week and i get a little uh you know a little antsy uh when uh, when i don't <laughs> i was trying to figure out twitter and i i would say going into the weekend i thought i had you know solved the rubik's cube uh, because i tweeted out something like crypto positive yeah and it got you know it got like 100 likes it got a bunch of retweets i'm like all right i I think crypto Twitter maybe wants some crypto content, uh, <laughs> and uh, and so and then I think I think I tried maybe two or three other ones and they, they weren't working as well, uh, and then I said fuck that let's go back to what I know uh, and started. So you know, I'm going through your. Uh, you could probably here. see it. You'll be able to see the crypto Twitter positive, and then fuck it, go back to what I'm used to doing. Well. There is a couple here that you have some good amount of likes on, but the delusion that you have a hundred likes on any tweets. Is- no, I think I got. I would say the um, what was it? It was the the mar- uh, What did I say? It was something about how many alts there were. I think there was like four thousand altcoins. Oh, okay. I want to say it was maybe so Thursday or Friday. Ago. Maybe it was a little okay. earlier in the week, but I think that one got like a hundred likes. And that that's the one that made me think. Oh, I think I got it. I think I figured it out. And then after that, no, not so much. 
So then I yeah. went back. I went back to shit posting. I still is, don't. I don't even see that one on your timeline. Oh, one second. Yeah. Anyways, I'll <laughs> I'll tweet it out again. I'll retweet it later. <laughs> but right. uh, yeah, so I thought I figured it out, and then I didn't, and then I just went back to what I like to do, and it's just you know, be funny and talk shit, and that was uh, and get people riled up, which is uh, next tweet. I mean, I think this is all we need for the. the yeah, there, there was there was two yesterday that, that. And this was also from yesterday, uh, an hour later, seven twenty p.m. Um, this is a quote tweet mm-hmm. that you put out. Uh, six likes only. Yeah. <laughs> Ask for podcast recommendations. Shocked when he gets recommended a bunch of white dudes. Probably bearded white dudes, if we're being specific. Defend that to me. So, uh, this is from Andreas Antonopoulos. Uh, the reason I was aware of, of his tweet was uh, people were gracious. So, he had tweeted out something about, you know, uh, what are some good uh, podcasts that I could go on, you know, Something along those lines is, you know, recommend some podcasts. I'd like to do some interviews, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, some of our listeners were gracious enough to recommend Rec Podcast. And so that, you know, I, you know, I go on the Rec Podcast account. I like it, you know, good stuff. And then, I don't know, I want to say maybe it was like 45 minutes later, there was another Andreas, Andreas tweet. And it, was it was like four hours later, actually. Uh, <laughs> So four hours later, there's, there's this other tweet where he he based. Can you re, do you have it in front of you? Can you read it out? Yes. Um, fantastic recommendations for podcasts. I think we've covered almost all in caps the white male podcasters I should visit. How about some other shows? Not American. Not investment. Not finance. Not men. Not white. I can't change me in parentheses, in many of the above, but we can change the other side. Right. And and I mean, that, I couldn't, I mean, it it just set something off of me. I mean, you know me, uh, I'm a pretty, I definitely lean to the uh, liberal side. Uh, I'm not a, you know, uh, someone that will... No, yeah, 100%. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, normally, something like this wouldn't, I would think trigger you as hard. <laughs> no, it, I think it just triggered me. I was just like, I just didn't understand what he was saying. Like, you're asking for podcast recommendations, and I mean, it's a joke. I mean, we'll we'll occasionally do uh, interviews where we see the other person doing a podcast. You know what I mean? And they yeah. look nine out of ten times, they look exactly like we do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and I was just, I was shook. I'm like, wh- you're asking for podcast recommendations, and then like. It just it just seemed like um, you know those people that get on their high horse and like want to yes, make it's them called s- virtue signaling. Thank you very much. I knew there was a term for it, virtue signaling. I still don't know what it means, but I think that's what we're. I think we're talking about the same thing. I don't I'm know. Just I like, think like there's a rainbow involved. I'm not even sure. Right. Exactly. I'm not sure what's happening there. But yes, that's what I felt like he was doing. I'm like, I'm it's 100. Like, percent I'm he like, was I'm like, you're just trying to make yourself look better. I don't know what you're trying to do exactly, but if you're wanting to go on a podcast. 
ninety percent of them are going to be white dudes because that's who do that. That's that's who creates podcasts. It's especially unfortunate. Crypto, especially podcasts. crypto podcasts. I mean, like it's just you know it is what it is. Uh, but there aren't very many. There are some. You know, we got some. Uh, I think uh, uh, Lauren Shen uh, does a great yeah, podcast. Yeah, hers is ten times better than ours. I mean, and a thousand okay. times more popular. Uh, right. <laughs> but they're, I mean, but though they're few and far between. You know, shout out to uh, Naomi Brockwell. Or uh, I was gonna say, Wendy. shout out to C- Cigars and Crypto. Um, but I mean, yeah, they're 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 definitely fewer and far between. Where we could name a billion two-man lineups of white dudes that have a podcast you know what i mean and it yeah. just it just seemed i don't know it 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 irked me in a way and i tease and i don't like to i'm not aggressively trolling people i like to tease people a little bit and poke fun and kind of expose the wound a little bit you know what i mean playfully disrespectful playfully disrespectful <laughs> correct that's and honestly i think since i've been like three years old i, I think, think that's, that's kind of what our whole podcast absolutely is. so um, but he, you know, he responded back to me. Yeah, he got up in your business. Yeah, he got up. I'm like, well, I got to bring Buncho into this. And, and I didn't say a fucking I, word. No way. <laughs> because I, of, as we've decided earlier in the show, I am the cruise liner. That's right. And I, I think I said, um, I said, so you're still... Uh, so is that a yes for coming on Rec Podcast? Because Bunchu and I identify as cartoons. Yeah, um, I thought that was funny. And I, that he didn't like it. Uh, he didn't block me either. So silver lining. I was waiting. <laughs> so I'm like playfully disrespectful. Yeah, I, I thought I thought I was definitely teetering on being blocked and was not. So you're oh, shut the fuck up, dude. What live you... live yeah. breaking news? Uh oh. What time is it? Uh, 6-11. So this, this must have been literally while we were recording at 5.26. Dear Rekt, we are pleased to inform you that your request to interview Andrea Santalopoulos has been granted. <laughs> That's- I, I am maintaining Andreas's schedule and will be arranging for a call between you and Wow. Andreas. Amazing! What a turn Holy of events! Holy shit, dude! I was just like messing around on my phone. I'm like, oh, we have a couple emails. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say that I was. I've been blocked. I thought that's where this was going. I'm like, oh, uh, dude, I can't even believe it. No one's gonna believe that that's an actual thing. That's amazing. I saw. I, I have the tab up on mine. I could see that there's an email in there, um, but I haven't checked it yet. So that is absolutely fantastic. So, you know, uh, my my what do we call it? My playful. Uh, <laughs> Uh, disres- uh, playfully disrespectful. My playful disrespectfulness, uh, you know, uh, achieved us a interview with uh, Andreas. So obviously, oh, you can guarantee we're bringing this up. It's a hundred percent coming up. So <laughs> more to come. Um, so defend that tweet. Uh, oh my out all god, way. that's amazing! I can't think of a better end to the show. Let's land this bird. That is it. Until next time, don't get wrecked, and that is financial advice. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. You can help support us by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and become a wrecked patron by signing up for a monthly tier on Patreon.com. That's Patreon.com forward slash wrecked podcast. Don't get wrecked.